Hey there, everybody. It is meteorologist Andrew Gordon here with Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley. We are here again for another episode of the First Alert Weather Podcast. Dave, how are you doing over there? I'm doing all right, Andrew. I hope you are as well. And I know we are all kind of relaxing and kind of breathing a sigh of relief as we are now firmly into December and the last season that we're going to talk about is over with. Oh, I know it. You know, there's there's so much to unload on. I'm sure that, you know, college students are going to have their their thesis arguments and things based on the 2020 hurricane season because it was historic. And, you know, thankfully, we we came out relatively unscathed this this past season. It was busy. There was always something for us to talk about before and after the season uh, officially even started and ended. But thankfully, you know, as you said, we're we're in mid-December now, and the tropics are not something that are on my mind 24-7 now. Yeah, uh, officially the season, as uh, we were talking about, ended at the end of November, but you can still potentially get storms even after November 2005 was a very good example. And that that was always the kind of the threshold of uh, how we measured the amount of hurricanes in here, because that was the most active year up until 2020, where we had another record-breaking year, and uh, it's really just something that we are just happy that it is over with, because we had the most amount of tropical storms in that year, in this year. I think we had, crazy. was it 30, 30 storms? We had so many, Dave, and, you know, we, we were far into the Greek alphabet. And it was just, you know, these names that I'd never heard of. I had to learn the Greek alphabet because I wasn't in, you know, I wasn't in a, a frat when I was in college. So no, I, didn't know, I didn't even know that they didn't go in alphabetical order. I, I mean, I'm just that clueless when it comes <laughs> to Greek names. So I am um, the first to admit that. But, you know, we learned them for the storms we had to. And that was, you know, all the way from alpha through iota past theta. So, you know, we drew the line at kappa. We didn't make it. So yeah, we, we came close. Kappa tried to come close. There was that little subtropical something they were watching out in the uh, far eastern Atlantic off the coast of France, I think it was. But yeah, uh, I think they actually had like high wave warnings or something for a portion of the French coast. It was you know, it was close. Yeah, but it was uh, thankfully it is over. It was so many record amounts of, of activity for the 2020. Now, we didn't get officially the most amount of hurricanes even though we got the most amount of tropical storms i still think 2005 holds the record i think they had 15 hurricanes this year we had 13 with six of those going on to become major hurricanes and a lot of those storms impacted unfortunately the gulf coast specifically louisiana very active season for them yeah it really was that that central and and western gulf just got hammered uh, by systems and it kind of took a toll on a lot of a lot of different aspects of life down there because you have, you know, a lot of people who rely on the ocean for their way of living. Just imagine if we had something out there for that many days off the Georgia and South Carolina coast. You'd have, um, you know, fishermen, shrimpers. Uh, you know, we don't have oil rigs out there, but they had to deal with those being shut down for multiple days. So it wasn't just the impact to life and property on land. It, it extended out into the water and. I know there are a lot of tired meteorologists uh, within our company that are over on that side, breathing a sigh of relief more so than, than we did, because we were watching it kind of from the sidelines in, in regards to those storms that didn't have a direct impact from 
front to us. But I can't imagine having to go back to back to back like some of them did. No, and just think like the last one that we can kind of compare actually kind of just missed us. And I think that's more of the um, – oh, I just drew a, na- a blank on the name. Um, of the one that came up through um, South Carolina and hit the Charleston area just missed. Um, oh, Bertha. Well, this, no, this or- is the, the the one that was actually the, the hurricane back in, uh, I think it was 89, the one that made landfall, or was it 93? Um, it, it, they all blend together. You and I have said it oh, once, we'll say it twice, we'll say it again. I'll, I'll think of it. But that was the one that just missed us and devastated the Charleston area. They had all the damage up there. But just think, that was really kind of the major one that uh, really made landfall as far as a major hurricane. That was a Cat 3, I believe. And uh, that, could you imagine having, like, another major hurricane and then small, a couple smaller hurricanes, tropical systems impacting your area, all within, like, several weeks and how devastated the Charleston was be, area was because of that, yeah. how much worse it could have been for that area. It's just something that you don't even want to think about. You know, it, it is it is just crazy to think about. I think it was Hugo. Is that the one, 89? <laughs> yes, Hugo. Sense. Thank you. Oh, here we go. It just, I did, you know, turn on my, my thinking power. There I was about to Google it as well, but I'm trying to think. And the thought, I had it in my head, then I lost it. And I was like, oh, I can't think about the name of the storm. <laughs> I couldn't get Floyd out of my head. I'm like, no, it's not Floyd. No, not Floyd. Oh, well, you know, we, we, you know, just looking back at our season locally, we had a couple, you know, there were a few times where we were like in the cone of uncertainty, you know, the realm of possibility that we would have had an impact to us. I remember early on going out to, to the coast for Bertha, which was just a tropical storm, still brought on a lot of, of rain and, you know, sticking with the whole Charleston theme, it did make that landfall there just as a tropical system about 20 miles away from Charleston for us, you know, it wasn't offshore by a lot. I feel like that's a common theme that, that we get around here. And there were people in the water when I was there, even though double red flags and all that, just, you know, I'm covering the storm getting pelted by these crazy rain squalls. And I've got tourists asking me, Hey, where's the storm y'all are covering? And I'm like, well, you're in it. You're in it right now. Yeah. Not, not every storm is, is the, you know, bent over tall palm trees that you see, you know, this was just a tropical storm, thankfully, but it, you know, that's kind of as, as wild as it got for us this year, which I am in, internally grateful for. You know, you got to knock on wood and say, thank you. But, you know, it just as we were spared, other people were not. And it was a very devastating hurricane season, Central America. Uh, we had those two back to back storms. Uh, which Honduras, imp- yeah. Yeah. Which impacted Guatemala and Honduras. Uh, down in that, and they were major uh, hurricanes as well. Um, I'm trying to think of what they actually were. Was it they Zeta were, uh, and Ada or something I like think that? It was Ada and Iota. Ada and Iota. I'm pretty sure those were the two. And you know, they, there were thousands of people that were homeless because of those. And and I don't know that you know with a country like that, I don't know how their news you know organizations structured or anything like that. I don't think that they got the coverage that that really captured how devastating those storms really were because you know i read last week that some some news you know websites are saying that you know there's still thousands of people homeless because that's not the the richest portion of the the world you know a lot of those are fishing towns or or farming towns or they're you know just scraping by as it is and 
when you get a one hurricane that knocks out electricity, followed by another one that you might not even have a warning for because you're already in a, you know, an, an area of the country who might not have great weather coverage. Your communication might be that, down. You don't, yeah, you don't yeah. Have communication. And then you got, you know, another day, you got another storm coming a couple weeks, weeks later. So that that really is a story that I feel like didn't get enough attention this year was just how bad it was. Um, even though it's not necessarily the United States, obviously, but it it was a big deal down there, and, and I feel for those people. Yeah, and it was just crazy. It was in, within like two weeks they happened, and it was Iota, and it was Ada. Ada was first, and they were both Category Fours. I think, um, I think it was Iota, which was a Cat Five, at one point before it kind of weakened. Uh, right before landfall, but not much. It was still very powerful storms, unfortunately, for that area. And they got a lot of mountainous terrain, too, which move yeah, on inland, that... which helps to bring in the rainfall, which unfortunately creates more problems for mudslides and flooding and all that stuff as it runs down the mountain, all the water. Yeah, and, you know, that butts up right next to Nicaragua. So they, they I think that's where that landfall actually was, but it was just two weeks after Ada. And I think, I don't, I think we've kind of said what we can about that, but it was – it was crazy, you know, seeing those satellite images of that storm and it, it just kind of got that pinhole razor blade look to it on the infrared satellite, which is kind of how we see the color temperatures of the cloud tops. And it just it kind of looked like a buzzsaw. And that's not something that you want to see coming at you. And so. it's just it was crazy also because it was still kind of late in the season. You normally start to wind things down. I know hurricane season usually goes through the end of or always goes through the end of November. But usually November, it's very quiet. Uh, as far as the amount of storms, you don't usually get a lot of storms, certainly not looking at major hurricanes uh, back to back. So that was something that was unusual for 2020 as well. Yeah, go, going on your point, I think I'm 99 percent sure that Iota was the latest forming ever Cat 5. So I, I think mean, I heard just, that as well. Something like it's that. It's right yes. into that. So it, it's it's crazy and it's sad, but. Uh, you know, at least the this season's over, and we hope for a better one next year. Yeah, so uh, say goodbye to 2020, the hurricane season. We are uh, hopefully going to keep things very quiet here for the wintertime months. And, uh, you know, it, 2020 started out um, pretty early as well. So typically hurricane season normally starts uh, June 1st, and that's when you start to get more activity later into June. But uh, I think that was like the fifth year in a row that we had a storm which formed before in the month of May. And uh, hopefully that trend doesn't continue as we go into 2021. We want to keep things back to normal, maybe some quieter conditions. And we'll have to wait and see what happens with the next year. It makes you wonder how many how many years in a row do you have to have that happen before whoever is in charge of when hurricane season is, I guess the hurricane center or NOAA, whoever it's like, Oh yeah, we're going to start it on May 15th. You well, know, we're there, gonna... were, there were talks to that because if people might not know, not every position in the, in the, in the world, because you have different areas which are controlled uh, by the world meteorological organization, which gives them names. We are in what's called the Atlantic basin, which is the Atlantic ocean, the Gulf of Mexico and into the Caribbean. And we have our own specific hurricane season, which goes from June 1st to the end of the third, uh, November 30th. But if you go into the Pacific, there's many different times of when they start and when they end for the Eastern Pacific, the central Pacific, the Western Pacific. So there's was talk that we might, they might, uh, look into maybe, uh, strength or um, lengthening our hurricane season extending it from june 1st maybe through the middle of may so who knows if this trend continues yeah. if that's the way it's looking they might have to do that 
Yes, yeah, it's, it's almost that fine line between, you know, it's already half the year and you don't want people to let their guard down. But at the same time, it's hard to ignore if these systems are forming that early. Right. You don't want people, people to be caught off guard. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what, what they decide with that. But, um, you know, I'm just glad to, to put it in the rear view. And, and I'm, I'm glad that it was not as uh, bad of a season as it could have been for us, Dave. And I know that you and I are very big Christmas fans. Um, you love this time of the year. I've got socks on today that are uh, flamingos with Santa Claus. Nice. Um, Very nice. A nice, you know, Southern type Christmas sock. Dave's always wearing, you know, he's got candy canes. He's got, it, it could be July and, and, and Dave's Mr. Christmas. Over I'll here. always throw a little bit of Christmas in there. Just like that whatever. song. We need a little Christmas right now. That's right. And, you know, right now is whatever day we want it to be. So exactly. I'm, I'm glad to see how festive everyone's been and, and just, it seems like people are making the most out of the end of the year. And, and I'm hoping that, Everything's good next year, and and uh, that kind of wraps up what we were talking about here for this uh, hurricane season and the past. Dave, uh, anything else you wanted to add? No, I'm just I'm just happy things are quieting down. This is normally usually our little quieter time of the year as we wind down November, get into December before things get a little bit active into the springtime. So we get to enjoy a little bit cooler air starting to build in. We already had our first freeze, and a lot of people were enjoying that because it was a very warm. I think our second uh, warmest. November on record, even October was one of our warmest on records as well. So in order to get into that Christmas holiday spirit feeling, people like to see some cooler temperatures. And at least we had some of that. And I think maybe we'll see a little bit more coming up into next week as well. Yeah, it looks like it. Maybe not freezing exactly, but at least cooler and in that spirit. So uh, we will keep you covered, of course, on air online and in the WTOC weather app. Thank you guys so much for tuning in here the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Dave and I will talk to you guys again real soon.